Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Yo, what's happening, Rush Nation? We're back, second show of the week, Thursday, and I'm just going to drop it. I'm just going to say it's a banger. It's an absolute banger. We're very privileged to have one of the leading uh, media talents in the in the NFL uh, with us. Um, so with us, without further ado, former NFL lineman, five teams in seven years, Probably the hardest working man in sports media. It's Ross Tucker. Ross Tucker, welcome to Five Yard Rush. How are you doing? I am fantastic. Good to talk with you guys again and uh, good timing. Yeah, I just uh, announced on Twitter and Instagram at Ross Tucker NFL that I signed a multi year deal to keep doing the Eagles preseason games. Last year was my first year doing it. I loved it. And it's funny, you know, I grew up a huge Eagles fan. I played for five teams other than the Eagles. I never actually played for the Eagles, but now I'm the Eagles broadcaster, which I guess is is uh, close enough. That's it's amazing. Congratulations! It's it's well deserved. Um, I love listening to you. Uh, Eagles fans should consider themselves very lucky to get uh, more Russ Tucker in their ears and on their screens. Well, thank you for saying that. I'm looking forward to it. You know. Uh, we'll see you in the coming years how many preseason games there are. The point I've been making to people is you look at the Eagles last year. I mean, the reason why they made the playoffs is because of the guys that were playing in the preseason games on the practice squad, Boston Scott and Greg Ward and 
Josh Perkins, all these guys came up big for them. Preseason games matter. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. They really do. And it'd be a shame to take away one or two to fit in extra games. I can see why the appeal is there um, and why people want to do it. But at the same time, you know, these guys now have a real shot in making a career in the NFL and they wouldn't have done that without the preseason games and, and actually getting game reps uh, in, in those games. So it, it could mean that talent just slips through the NFL. Which, which is always would be a shame. I, I agree. And, and if they're going to do that, I think that they need to make sure there's a league like the XFL around, whether they partner with them or not, but some other league around to at least give these guys a second opportunity because they might not get much of an opportunity if there's only two or three preseason games. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I grew up watching NFL Europe and some of the guys that came through NFL Europe, Kurt Warner, uh, Brad Johnson, the two Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, for example, uh, played and made their names in, in NFL Europe because they didn't get their, their quote unquote start straight away. And, you know, Kurt Warner made the Hall of Fame. So, <laughs> you know, not, not a bad guy to have in the developmental league and a, a reason why there should always be uh, at least one. But I want to just spend some time with you just talking a little bit about your playing days in terms of how you got into playing football and and also in, in college, you, you moved from defensive line to the offensive line at guard. What what sort of led to those changes and, uh, you know, and, and how did you sort of thrive and, and find your way into the NFL? Yeah, so um, I was a very late bloomer in high school. I wasn't very big really until my last year of high school, my senior year of high school. So I didn't get the big offers from Alabama and Notre Dame and USC and schools like that, Ohio State. So instead I went to Princeton. I was just thrilled that combination of football and academics let me go to a school like Princeton. I was ecstatic about that. And then, you know, one of the reasons why I went there is because I I like the idea of playing on defense. I I like making tackles. I like trying to get sacks. I didn't really – you know, I and so like most people, I just thought playing defensive line was more fun than offensive line. And you know, after my freshman year, you know, we kept go. We went home for Christmas break and the holidays. And you know, like a lot of freshmen in college, I came back and ate a lot and drank a lot with my friends. So I went from, I think I played as a freshman at two sixty. By the time I came back from Christmas break, I was like 283. I'm talking pounds now. I don't know the kilos uh, equivalent, but I'm talking 283 pounds the way we have it over in in America. And so uh, there was also a need along the offensive line at Princeton, and, and they didn't make me switch. They asked me my opinion. They told me they'd like me to try it. They thought it would be for the best for the team and the best for me. They sort of indicated that, you know, that I would get a chance to play either way. And they thought, you know, that I could be a good defensive lineman, but potentially really special as an offensive lineman. And I'm very, very glad I made the switch because I wouldn't have had a prayer in heck of being an NFL defensive lineman. So it ended up being, you know, the best thing that ever happened to me. That's amazing. And then, as we sort of mentioned at the top of the call, you you played for and drafted by the Redskins. I know some Redskins fans who remember your time there, remember you fondly, and 
we're glad that you played there before you got traded to the enemy with Dallas and then stints in Buffalo and, and New England. And I know you eventually got traded to the Browns. What what was it like to be on those different teams and be part of some of the most amazing teams like New England? And, you know, there was a successful period with them with, with, with Super Bowls, uh, sort of the start of that Belichick and Brady era. And some of the players you played with and, you know, what, what was that like to, to be part of all that? Uh, it was awesome. I mean, it was a dream come true. And really, I never even thought I'd have what it took to get to the NFL. So, uh, you know, maybe even more than a dream come true. Uh, but what's interesting is, and I always tell people, it's kind of like a temp job in your 20s. And that's exactly what it is. But the thing I always tell people that I think surprises them is that when you're in it and you're actually doing it, you know, you don't spend that much time thinking about the other guys on the team or the coaches and players that you're with. You know, especially if you're a guy like in my situation that you're really just trying to survive in the league and have as long of a career as possible, you, you really end up not even thinking about that other stuff. You know, it's really about you. I, I know people think it is a team sport, but it's very much an independent contractor and an individual profession. You know, especially when you're bouncing from team to team, you end up caring a lot less about the team. There's not like loyalty like there was in high school or college. You know, the loyalty is really to you. It's really to what do I have to do to make this team what do I have to do to start on this team? What do I have to do to, you know, continue this career as long as possible so I make as much money as possible, you know, for my family, for the damage I'm doing to my body? I, do you know, a lot of that resonates with me with what I do in my day job and things like that. So that makes a lot of sense to me personally. But I can see... Yeah, you know what? It's so funny because fans never look at it that way, right? Mm. But then one... And I didn't either when I was a fan. But once you're actually in it and it is your job, that is how you look at it. You look at it like everybody else looks at their job. You know, you're trying to make as much money as you can. You probably like, you know, having as little hitting in practice as possible. You know, you want, you, you know, the, the, the less arduous the job, the better. Yeah, 100%. But do you have any great, like, locker room stories or just instances that you you can share that just – sort of take you back to those times with uh, with great fondness? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple that jump out to me. I mean, one in particular was the day I was traded from the Patriots to the Browns. And I think it was maybe August 6th or August 8th of 2006. I remember being out on the field, and I was supposed to go in at center for the two-minute drill with the second-string offense, and instead they put somebody else in at center. And I remember thinking, wow, that's not good. That's not a good sign for me at all. And so after practice, I was going to have to ask the coach, like, why, why didn't I get my opportunity? But instead he said, Tuck, I need to talk to you. And it was legendary Patriots offensive line coach Dante Scarnecchia. And I said, um, coach, he said, Tuck. I said, yeah. He's like, uh, here's what I think happened. I think we traded you to Cleveland during practice. And I said, what? And I'd already been cut three times in my career. I said, traded? 
for what? You know, I, I thought it was kind of cool that somebody actually traded something for me. That they also they actually thought enough of me to trade me. He's like, and and Skarnecki has said as only he could. I don't know, probably a bag of balls. <laughs> uh, and then what's funny about that is I knew the next day, you know, I'd be flying to Cleveland, and I I wanted to actually that night I'd be flying to Cleveland. I wanted to make a a favorable first impression. So I actually went ahead and uh, I went in the cold tub after practice anyway. I wanted to make sure my legs were all healed up for the next day in Cleveland, no matter what I was doing. And so I was in the cold tub with the Patriots, even though I had been traded to the Browns. And Larry Izzo, the famous special teamer, said, what, are you going to piss in the cold tub before you get out of here? And uh, I said, uh, no, 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 leaving on good terms. And somebody in the cold tub said, well, what, are you, what are you talking about? And I said, I, I got traded to Cleveland. I remember Brady was in the cold tub. Brady just kind of got this look on his face like, huh, I don't know if he thought, wow, you got traded to Cleveland or wow, NFL's crazy that you can just get traded like that. <laughs> yeah, you start practice on one team, you went practice on another team and everyone's like muscled as to what's going on. Being traded is like one of the most baffling things about the NFL to me, especially people new to the game as well. The amount of people who say, well, when somebody's traded, like, is there a period that they're he's like, no, he, like Goss just said, you want to play in the next day? See you later. That's, that's madness. Yeah. Me. I mean, there were multiple times too, where like, I got cut by the Redskins, picked up by the Cowboys. I suited up for the Cowboys in that next game. Um, and that was the game Emmett Smith broke the all time rushing record. So you want to talk about a cool moment, cool experience. I got, I got to do that. Man, that's, I, well, there's a couple of real perlers. Absolutely. So, Ross, let's talk some Ross Tucker media. How did you start in media? Yeah, so my, um, you know, it's funny. When I was, like, in high school and growing up, I didn't really think I'd be good enough to be a player. So I always wanted to be a broadcaster. I wanted to be on ESPN or I wanted to write for Sports Illustrated or something like that. And... You know, I, I actually obviously became a much better player than I ever thought I would be. And then when I was in the NFL, you know, you kind of forget about the media, right? You just, every guy says they're going to be a broadcaster. Every guy says they're going to be an announcer. So I did other internships with Merrill Lynch as a financial advisor with Roger Stahlbeck's commercial real estate company, trying to see what else was out there, what else I might want to do in life, et cetera. And then, um, Eventually, the NFL had their first ever broadcasting boot camp. And I went to that broadcasting boot camp because I thought, I love football, even if I just do something on the weekends. Maybe I call the Princeton games my alma mater on the radio on the weekends. I want to do something, something football. And so I went to it. It went well. And so after uh, it was over, I ended up, getting uh, hurt with the Redskins, that training camp and the broadcast boot camp had gone well enough that I got jobs from Sirius XM and Comcast and Sports Illustrated pretty much right away, uh, which was awesome. Very excited about that. Um, and then shortly after that, I left Sports Illustrated to write at ESPN and ESPN asked me if I would host their podcast their NFL podcast. I had no idea what a podcast was, but I said, sure, I'd, I'd be happy to. And so I went and um, did their podcast for a few years. I think some of your listeners probably remember 
Um, it was called the Football Today podcast, and then I left there and started the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, which is kind of cool. It's about 30 minutes daily, my opinion, as a former player on everything going on around the NFL, interviews with guys like Andrew Brandt and Greg Cosell every week and other guys. I had Diana Rossini on on Monday, and then I started an Even Money Sports Betting Podcast, Fantasy Feast Fantasy Football Podcast, College Draft Podcast for people that are really into the the college draft. So it's been awesome. I, I, I really enjoy it. And I'm gl- I'm certainly glad I started those podcasts. That's for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Cause now you sort of the king of podcasts. It's hard to, hard to find uh, a podcast that you've not, you know, been on or do. And I'll, so part of the introduction there is, you know, you had our friend Jacob who set the world record for visiting all the stadiums in one year on your home and away podcast or the one that the one that you co-host with uh uh you know he was on there with you i think around christmas time or just before that just after it yes jacob was fantastic the world record is amazing i love that dude yeah he he's pretty awesome what a guy we had him on before he did it and he was just like i don't think anyone's really going to pay attention and we had him on afterwards and he was saying well it was pretty quiet until that last week. And then all of a sudden we, we just start getting notifications. He's on BBC, he's on Sky Sports, he's on NFL.com. And all of a sudden he's like, <laughs> it's all blown up. It's like, it's just a guy from Leeds who we just got talking to and he told us he was going to do this thing. So, uh, unreal. That is amazing. I, I think it's amazing. I love that guy. Yeah. Oh, totally incredible bloke with great memories and uh it was a shame the super bowl didn't work out for him but i'm sure he you know wouldn't trade any of it in for a oh, moment no. but what would you say is sort of the most proud moment of your media career to to date ross Whew, that's a good question um i never really looked at it that way um i guess i'd say you know um this past off season was probably my my best off season and my proudest moment because um, CBS hired me to do college football for them and to do games for the Army Black Knights. You know, that's the military in the United States. They have uh, West Point. They have a, a really good football team, and it's a special, special atmosphere, and it's an honor. Uh, you know, my grandfather was in the military, so it's an honor to call their games. Hey, well, look, Ross, we really appreciate your time. You know, caught you on the school run, and you've got to run in and grab your daughters from school. But listen, we'll have you back on in the future for sure. I imagine there's loads of stories you can tell us, but we'll speak soon. You go get your little girls. Hey, man, that was pretty cool. That was amazing. Uh, just some of the stories. Yeah, just uh, a shame Ross had to go. Um, but but no, just, he's also busy, but he's so generous it. of his time to to come on and, and share some really cool stories and just share a little bit into what it's like to be a player in the league and then getting out and his media background. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely try to get him on uh, yeah. again soon. And it just shows you how busy people in the actual industry are. You know, we've always said this is a hobby of ours. We do it in, in the studio, which is in my mother's garage. But when people are in the industry, they're getting phone calls during 20 minute podcasts. They've got to run. They can, they've got 20 minutes where he's pulled up at his daughter's school car park. He can give us 20 minutes of his time. And then he's got to run in because he's got stuff to do afterwards. And the fact that people in the industry who are that busy still want to give us 20 minutes of their time is unreal. Yeah, absolutely. Very generous. And uh, yeah, hope, hope, hope we're getting back on soon. And uh, sure. uh, yeah, th- there's more great guests coming. Booked a couple of amazing guests towards the end of the month. 
Um, and a lot of it comes from you guys and you keep listening to us. Uh, we got some amazing reviews this week. They uh, keep boosting us up rankings. So please do keep writing the reviews. They keep us going uh, just for that bit of support, but also the fact that, you know, we get on the radar of people and people want to come on. And even Ross, how busy he is, is just like, yeah, sure. Definitely come on. Really happy to do this. So yeah, amazing. And in the typical you and me, Murph, we went too long and the guy had to run off. So <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, uh, that's always the thing. But we'll make some time hopefully in the summer when he's uh, got a bit more a bit more time. It's not the busy season. But yeah, I thought just some really fascinating stuff in there. Just the the trade story is just crazy. I uh, I mean, uh, it's just Joe bad. at work. Shout out to you, Joe. I know you listen. Ask me about trades, and I've always said, you know, when somebody calls your number, you go. But literally, Ross just said he was in the bath at the end of Patriots practice as a Cleveland Brown <laughs> mid-practice that's absolutely insane yeah insane. Uh, amazing story but yeah I, I just I've listened to Ross for a number of years and it's just great to great to just talk with him and I guess it's kind of why we do it right it's not 100% it's just to talk to some people that we absolutely love and respect we had Cy Tuesday who's amazing just such a fountain of knowledge for, for all things draft and uh, I know that we both got a lot out of that mm-hmm. um, and then we've got Wait, don't blow the lid don't blow the lid. I'm not blowing. What are we... Just we've got good guests coming. We've always got good guests. Don't coming. Don't, don't tease with who it is. No. I Make sure you listen, Rush Nation, because we know you are. It's the off season. You're hit still the here. Subscribe button. Yes, hit subscribe. Come over to YouTube because we're on camera now. Don't forget. Yeah. If you're watching on YouTube, thanks very much. If you're not, come on and give us a watch because it's entertaining stuff. Absolutely. Don't forget, head over to NFL Shop Europe. Use the code Five Yard Rush for ten percent off your entire order. And you know it's sale time. Is it's a sale over yet, or is it still ticking? I think that sale's over, but there's always going to be some sort of sale on. Exactly. So draft hats are getting leaked, so draft hats will be on sale soon. So get 10% off your draft hats. This is not they're going to be hat. black, FYI. Oh, is that the one with the stripe down the middle? Potentially. Oh, so they're already for sale on no. Fanatics US? Uh, it shouldn't be. Well, there's a black hat with a silver stripe that goes right down the middle with the team's name on the peak. Ooh, I think it's more... Um, it, yeah, I think there's two versions, because these are going to have like... The nicknames as part of them. Oh, I didn't want to buy one and now I do. Yeah, boys. But you got 10% off. And don't forget to also pop over to helmethouse.co.uk where if you're looking to get a signed helmet, um, or better yet, if you um, it's your birthday coming up and you've got a significant other friends with a bit of spare disposable income <laughs> and you want to just charge your arm and go, ah, oh, I know what we, what we should get. Yes, then, love. This is what we need on the dining room table. Yes. Give it a go. It won't work for my wife, but hey, you just <laughs> never know. Listen, old man behind the glass is making some funny faces. I imagine he's got one or two bits knocking about. <laughs> right, Rush Nation. Until next week, this has been a blast. Man. Absolutely. But as always, don't you forget, keep rushing. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.